What's going on, guys? Welcome back to It's All About Who You Know. Today's guest is Alan Crowder. Now, if you don't know, Alan Crowder is 10-3 and in the UFC. He's a heavyweight. And uh, at the time of recording this, he, I think about four months since his last fight, he actually beat Greg Hardy. Um, he was putting it on Greg pretty hard, and then they got on the ground and Greg hit him with that illegal knee or that kick to the head and got disqualified. But, I mean, you go watch the fight. Alan was winning pretty pretty handily. So, uh, yeah, met Alan through Mike Machiavello. Um, just a connection there. And we tried to do this interview like four different times, and I just couldn't get the equipment to work. And I mean, it was like a month and a half long process of us texting back and forth, like when we could do it, and finally got everything Situated, finally got everything set up, and you know here we are. Um, also, I want to uh, have a quick shout out. So I did not. I know. I know. I did not do a Mother's Day post last Sunday, and I want to give a shout out to my mom. Uh, she's awesome. If um, if you guys see her, tell her I said that. But uh, not the. Greatest of circumstances, I believe she was 19 when she had me, and she, you know, some laws would allow her not to do that, and, uh, but she did anyway, and, you know, she stepped up and made the right decision, and uh, I, you know, I don't thank her enough for that, so shout out to my mom, happy belated Mother's Day, I did tell her, happy Mother's Day, I called her at like 8 a.m., but happy belated Mother's Day, I love you. Thank you for giving me life. Uh, also, if you have not yet, go over to my YouTube channel, pause this, and subscribe to the Barbell Experience on YouTube. Check out some of my videos. Uh, I'm actually going to do this recording and then uh, go do some Uber rides. So that should be fun. But without further ado, guys, here's Alan Crowder. But shout out to Skype for saving the day. I know, right? Yeah, sure. So what's going on, man? How you been? Hey, not bad, not bad. On the way, taking my little girl home. Uh, just got done doing some training at the gym, and then uh, want to go drop her off and do this interview. Maybe take a little nap, and then head back into work. Gotcha. Was uh, was Mark in the room today? No, nah, he uh, he just graduated, and um, he's finishing that up. But I think we're gonna get up uh, next week, though. Gotcha. I saw him uh, when I was out in Vegas a couple weeks ago. So yeah. got to hang out. Uh, he came over to my uncle's place. We played basketball, dude. You have never seen a longer game of pig than when two wrestlers yeah. play. <laughs> yeah, there was, I can imagine. There was, I think there was like a 30-minute time period where nobody scored a shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like, sounds like me playing basketball. Oh, so bad. Did you play basketball growing up or anything like that? Nah, I was in the backyard. All my friends hated playing with me because I fouled every shot. Every <laughs> time they shot, I'm fouling, so... Yeah, no blood, no foul. That's funny. You were a, you were a football guy for the most part, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always played ball. I always played football. And then um, my seventh grade year, I started. And then I played through high school and then went to ECU and um, played a couple years and then ended up quitting that and got into fighting. Gotcha. So, so really, I came back home for a little while, just bodybuilding. And then when I got done bodybuilding, uh, I was kind of bored. I needed something past time. And somebody just suggested I should try out fighting. And then um, one thing led to another. I had my first match like a month after training. I won in like 14 seconds. I was like, I love this. And just kind of went from there. So what were you, like 21, 22 when you started? Yeah, 21. Yeah. Gotcha. So you were yeah, doing – like, 
late 21, late 21. Gotcha. So you were doing, you were doing, you said bodybuilding? Yeah, bodybuilding. I think I had my first fight in September and then my birthday. So it was like end of 21. My birthday's in November. Um, so I turned 22, like, right as I was getting started. Gotcha, gotcha. So uh, did um, did you train with your brother a lot? Because your brother, he, Marcus told me he's a he's a big guy. He's a powerlifter, right? So I'm actually older than my brother, even though he looks older than me because I got some good genetics. But uh, <laughs> he's actually he's actually three years old, three years younger than I am. Um, and uh, he went to Coastal Carolina. So whenever uh, I went to ECU, he was still in high school. Um, and he got really big into powerlifting while I was in uh, college. And then when I came back home, he was already at Coastal Carolina. He's playing football there. And then um, after uh, he got through with football. He has uh, gotten really big into powerlifting and uh, strongman. He's been doing really good. He's won uh, Amateur's World Strongest Man. He just went to the Arnold Classic and oh, got shoot. second place in the Arnold Classic strong, Amateur Strongman. Um, he just got his pro card, and then uh, he's got like a 2,300-pound total in uh, squat and deadlift. So Jeez, he's going man. to go break some – I think he's going to go break the uh, either the national or the world record uh, in August, because it's the first time he's actually trained for nothing but a power. Normally, he's got like a strongman competition. Yeah, and he's training fully on powerlifting this time, so he's got one coming up in August. So I think he's going to do really well. That's awesome, man. And then, so yeah. you said he's three years younger than. How old are you? Thirty-one. No, I'm twenty-nine. Oh, twenty-nine. Okay, okay. Yeah, he's twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. I'll be thirty this year, unfortunately. Gotcha. Now you uh, got a. Uh, you got a wife and kids, or is it your girlfriend, or what's the? Yeah, a wife. Yeah, okay. yeah, I've been married for two years now. Um, and then I got three kids. I got one little girl that I adopted. She's 13. And then I have a stepson who is 11. And then I have, uh, my newest addition. Um, she's six months. She'll be seven, no, she's seven months. She'll be eight months. And, uh, on the 18th. Gotcha. So I, I do remember now, um, all of that. What, what was the, so you adopted the 13 year old. Is that your wife's daughter? So it's my, it's my wife's, uh, wife's cousin's daughter so okay. she's got a lot of medical issues going on and a lot of uh set of things going on in her life she's not able to take care of her um she went to my mother-in-law she stayed with her for quite a number of years and then um she ended up you know started dating a new guy and she wanted to you know get out of the house she done raised all her kids and um she asked us we take care of her and uh, we've always really loved her. She's always helped out around the house and stuff. Um, so we just brought her on in, and she loves us. And you know, she just she's just a great little girl. That's awesome, man. Well, good for you, brother. Obviously, not a great situation, but I think you're making the most yeah, of it yeah. for sure, man. So, so now you own you own the gym you train at, right? Is that correct? Yeah. When did, yeah. So uh, I own the Money Martial Arts and Conditioning. So my father, he actually started up a weightlifting gym. Uh, almost 20 years ago, and that's how me and my brother got so big into weightlifting. Um, and then when my brother got back home from college, uh, he opened up his gym in Hillsborough called New Millennium Fitness in the Pit. Um, he does like all the strongman competition stuff, strongman training, powerlifting, bodybuilding. They do all that there. Um, the different kind of sports training stuff. That's where I go to do my training at. I train. With, he, he's actually my personal trainer for like what strong for not strongman, but for weight training and you know uh, conditioning um, for my fights and stuff. I, he just started with me uh, in January of this year, right You say that again, you're kind of breaking up. Jeez, what's going on? Weightlifting again. 
in Hillsboro, and he does like strength conditioning, bodybuilding, stuff like that. Gotcha. Um, and I've been working out with him since January, um, since my last fight. Gotcha. Hey, uh, can you repeat? What, it was buffering a little bit. You said he, you started with him before your Hardy fight or after your Hardy fight? No, after. After. after okay. So, uh, so actually, I opened my gym up in November. Um, so I had my little girl in September of last year. Uh, so I didn't really train then, and then um, October I was putting work in on my gym, trying to get all that taken care of. I got it fully open in November. And then I tore my MCL in November, so I was out, you know, almost almost eight weeks. So then I got the call for the Hardy fight, um, and I took that fight on like six weeks' notice. Um, but I wasn't doing no weight training; it was just you know regular. I was uh, wrestling with Mock and uh, a couple other guys, so I was getting ready for that. And then um, right after that fight, I decided I got to get back into the weight training and and work on my strength and conditioning, and uh, and that's when I took over with my brother. Gotcha. So fighting Hardy, man, what was that? Like, what was that experience like? Because, you know, he's the new up-and-coming guy. He hasn't been tested in the UFC. And, and you kind of just walked him down, made him look like an idiot for a while, and then obviously the knee and everything. But, I mean, there's no yeah, question. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. You know, uh, you know, a lot of guys, so I, being a former football guy myself, you know what I mean, it's really easy to go in there and just out-athlete a lot of guys, you know, when yeah. you're first starting out. But, you know, he was obviously a great athlete. I mean, you, you're a Pro Bowl NFL football player. You, you, you know what I mean? You you're an athlete to get into the NFL, but to be a pro bowler, you're a super athlete. Um, so, you know, he's definitely a, uh, you know, he's definitely a super athlete. But I, I knew whenever going in, I was like, he's going to get punched drunk, and then, uh, you know, he'll wear out, and he won't be a, he won't be no good in the second round. And then, you know, he made that unfortunate mistake in the second round. Um, but, you know, I mean, it was just tired, and I don't think it was even really intentional. I think he was just exhausted and, Frustrated. and saw an opportunity to – to try to win, and if he waited like you know ten more seconds, I'd have stood up and he'd have got it. But yeah, that's the beginner mistakes. Beginner, uh, that's what happens. Yeah. So did um did like the the hype or anything that bo- I mean, you know, you could say no or whatever, but I'm sure it you probably it messed with you a little bit, or maybe like you thought about it, like oh maybe I know like with me with wrestling, like if I'm wrestling somebody really good, like it just it gets in your head a little bit, like. You have to, you have to compete. See, I'm like the opposite. Really? I'm like the opposite. Like, when, when I'm the underdog, that's when I do the best. Yeah. You know, I fought guys, so like, I've lost uh, three times now, um, and two of the three times I've lost, it was to people who I knew I was going to win against, and uh, they were just fat and looked like shit, and I just took them, I took them lightly, and they took advantage of it, and, you know, got the better of me. That, um, but everybody that, that's true. that everybody else thought I was going to lose to, I ended up winning. I feel like I feel like you probably compete better when you're supposed to lose. Yeah, I mean for sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that's just it's like okay, I got nothing to lose. But like I know how you feel. Like I I always lost like first couple years of college. Like I would lose to like fat guys that. I mean I'm six yeah. three. Like at the time like I was two thirty, but I'm a little I'm like fifteen pounds heavier now. But like you just look at them, you're like oh well we know who's going to win. But yeah, just right. some reason, yeah. like when you're supposed to win, you just don't compete well. I think yeah, that's a. For sure. I think that's something. Some. Do you think that goes away at any point? I hope so. You know, what I mean, I've made a mistake. Uh, you know, yeah, you know, two two times for sure, and uh, I don't plan on making it no more. Now, if I'm fighting somebody, uh, I'm not taking them lightly. I'm going in. I'm going in to win it and uh, trying to win it you know, as fast as possible. So. Yeah, we'll, I guess we'll uh, you know see with time, 
But I plan on you know being an underdog from here on out. You know, the next fight I'm predicted to lose. Um, you know, so I'm excited to prove that wrong, and then uh, go on from there. Bro, I tried. I tried looking up your uh, your next fight. And I was like, dude, I can't pronounce this dude's name at all. I quit. It's like Dorenzo, Dorenzo Rosenstruck or something like that. Dude, it, um, it, I, think it, I think he's from some country somewhere near Brazil. It looks uh, like they did so. an enneagram with like half the alphabet, and that's his name. It's just one, of those, know, right? one of those, yeah. one of those bot generators yeah. or something for a Instagram yeah, bio. Definitely. But yeah, yeah, man, he's a really good fighter. He's got yeah. a. Uh, He's got a hell of a kickboxing background. I think he's got like 50-some fights and only like five losses or something Jeez. like that. Um, so, I mean, he's a really good striker. Um, so, I'm really excited for the fight. You know, I think he's ranked like top 26 or something like that. So, you know, after I beat him, it really pushed my rankings on up and hopefully get a fight with, uh, you know, somebody in the in the top of the heavyweight division and earn my spot, you know, for uh, the next contract. So, you go out, you knock this guy out, you get the microphone in your face. Who's... Who are you wanting to call out that you think you'll get? So uh, I was thinking somebody like somebody with a big name that's been in it for a while. Um, it's really good. Probably like Andre Arbolowski. You know what I mean? He's a great fighter. Um, he's got a great great record. You know what I mean? It would be a per- probably perfect matchup for me. Uh, I go in and beat him. I should be renegotiating my contract after that. Uh, get a four-fight. Get another four-fight contract. And then uh, hopefully – uh, Greg Hardy will win his next couple fights, and then uh, once he's got his hype train up there pretty good, I'll go and take that train off the tracks and whip go him again. There. That's funny. How many guys do you think have walked Greg Hardy down like you did? And told, like, I mean, not. I mean, that guy's got some power, and you just went, "Come on, hit me, hit me." Yeah, probably not very many. I was probably the first one. I probably really threw him off. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was pretty hyped up for that fight. So uh, you look like yeah, it, man. I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure I messed with him. Yeah, I really wanted that knockout. I knew if I knocked him out, I was getting that 50 grand bonus, and uh, it would have really helped out with everything. So that's what I really wanted. When a guy does something like that, do they give any bonus or any incentive or anything or anything like that? Yeah. So, so like at the so before the fight start, um, Dana White will come in there and he'll tell you like you know, what what bonuses are available. So he had fight of the night bonus. Um, fight of the night. You and your opponent get fifty thousand dollar bonus. Yeah. Uh, knockout of the night, you get a fifty thousand bonus, and I think that was the only three bonuses he had was fight of the night, and knockout of the night, and then uh, I think Cowboy Cerrone won both of them actually because the fight was awesome. Dang it! Who did he fight yeah. that night? Uh, I, I can't even remember the guy's name. I just remember the guy in the back. I, I remember the guy he fought was in my was you know near my locker room. Dude was just amped up. It, was know, it? Uh, crazy. Oh oh, was it? Um, Platinum Mike Perry. No, 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 oh, not that one. He I was, tapped uh, him out. They fought. They fought. Uh, like a month or two later. Yeah, like a month or two. Yeah, maybe, 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 maybe before that. Cowboy Cerrone fights like every every two months. Dude, you know, what's the deal, man? Is he? Yeah, he's a monster. Is right? he? he just had a fight. He had a fight like a month, like two weeks. He's ago. fighting Ferguson. Like is he? Yeah. next week. <laughs> Something yeah, stupid yeah, like yeah, that. He fights all the time. Dude, yeah, he's crazy, his, man. His bank account looks uh, yeah, magnificent. You know what I mean? It's got to be great. Yeah, he uh. Yeah, he um he retired one of my teammates up here, uh, Rick Story from the UFC. So he's yeah. he's a freak, man. Him. Oh yeah, sure. He's an animal. Yeah. So uh, so uh, let me um let me ask you this. This is this is the awkward part of the conversation where we talk about faith. But how did that? How has that played a role? Like what is uh like how did that come about? Because you were talking to me on the phone. And you were like, man, I'm, I don't want to like get into any apologetics or I don't know enough verses, but uh, but I just 
came I'm new to faith what uh what was that process like man uh it just kind of so my wife uh was Pentecostal whenever I met her okay. and um you know we go to a Pentecostal church uh here in Burlington um it's called the World of Pentecost uh you know really is my one of my coaches coach Jeffries um you know, he's really the one who got me really more into faith. You know, he always quotes things from the Bible, mm-hmm. you know, preach those things that are not as if they are and they will be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I kind of got that stuck in my head. And, you know, so I always say I'm going to win, I'm going to dominate. And then that's normally what happens, you know, because the more you preach it, the more it's, you know, those things that you say, that's what that's what your life's going to be. You know, you, you put negative things into your life and that's what's going to happen. Um, you know, just little, little things like that. It, uh, that's just kind of what kind of what drives me and then having that faith in God that he's going to protect me. And, you know, I mean, what happens is his will and that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to be done. That's awesome, man. That's super cool. And then when did that, like, that was just like last few years or something or. Yeah. Probably the last few years. Um, you know, growing up, I was never really big into church. Um, my family didn't go to church. Uh, my mom, she was a nurse, so she was working almost every weekend. So, uh, you know, she was the Christian one in the family. Um, so she didn't have time to take, you know, uh, us to church or anything. So I never really had a strong relationship with that. And then whenever I was growing up, my father was dating this psychopath and you know, she was really big into church. And, uh, that really drove me away from church. Like, no, and, was she Catholic? Yeah, I was like, was she Catholic? Yeah. no, she wasn't Catholic. She oh. was some kind of Christian or something, oh, okay. but I'm not, <laughs> I'm not sure exactly which one. I just remember I did not care. Hold on one second. It's my wife. Yeah. What's going on? I'm doing an interview. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey. Yeah, she's running away now. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh. Yeah, but uh, so that ended up driving me away a little bit. And then whenever I married my wife, I had probably, I don't know, six months before I married her, we started going to church more. And then, you know, I didn't, didn't go often as I should. It's really, since my daughter was born, I've tried to go every Sunday. Um, but before that, I was going, you know, every, you know, once or twice a month. And it's trying to build up more and more, you know. Gotcha. They say there's no such thing as a as a good Christian because you know once you're a Christian, you're a Christian. It's not really good or bad. You just try to follow you know the rules in the Bible and, and go on from there. Yeah, you know? you're just going so, up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But my daughter, my the one I adopted, you mm-hmm. know, she goes to church. She's she's really a driving force because she's all the time. She goes Wednesday, uh, Wednesday, Saturday, Sunday, and uh, Sunday morning and Sunday night. Um, so she's all the time, y'all need to come with us, you need to come with me, you know, we're, she's not got a license, so we obviously got to drop her off, she's yeah. like, just come on in, just come do it, so we're about to start going more, uh, but it's just kind of a process, you know. That's super cool, man. Got to get everything done, yeah. That's super cool, yeah, that's, um, you know, that's one thing, like, with the podcast and everything, like, getting into it, um, I feel like not a lot of people that are in this space, like the Joe Rogans, the, the Logan Pauls, whoever, like, they don't steer into those conversations, so, yeah. and I, I want to give, you know, like you and like mock, like other athletes, like if it's applicable to the conversation, like a platform to speak about that. So, um, I appreciate you like coming on here and being comfortable with that. Uh, so that's, that's super cool, man. I think that's a, an area that doesn't get talked about enough that definitely yeah, should, sure. that definitely should be. Yeah. So, and I've seen some of your interviews, you know, you talk, you know, you've, you've mentioned God and everything, but I just wanted to give like a, you know, a better like more steered into platform for that as well. So, but yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I mean, it's really, a, it's really a subject that is not touched into enough. You know I mean? It's gone away from schools and, you know, and, and a lot of bad things. Um, but I wouldn't be here where I am today, you know, if it wasn't for God and, you know, and 
and the, the effort and the will that he's gave me to continue to push on and, and push through things and being the underdog and still, you know, coming through and getting to the top, coming from a small town in Mevin, North Carolina, and, you know, still making it to the UFC. So, I mean, it's, you know, it's his will and it's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. I'm blessed, you know, for yeah. him. Do you have delusional confidence? Delusional confidence? What's that mean? Like, like when you say you want to do, so, I I have this. So, but when you say you want to do something, people look at you and they're like, uh, it's just like super far fetched. Like when you put your mind to something, your goal isn't like the next step. It's like the last step. Yeah. Is that how you look at yeah. things? Like I've when, always been really. I've always been very blessed with people that I've had in my corner. So yeah. like even before I thought I was going to go to the UFC, uh, people were like, "Man, you're a really good fighter. Like you're going to make it to UFC." And it's just ever since I was young, you know, people always, people would always tell me what I was capable of, and then it was you know up to me to go put the work in to make it happen. Um, but I never really, I never really had, uh, I never really had, uh, I never told somebody I was going to do something. I just went out and done it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I just, sometimes, so like, I told my wife like I'm gonna make it to the USC, and then obviously I made it to the USC. But, and then I told, you know, people I was going to go to college and have it paid for, you know, and, and that obviously happened. But, like, as far as, I've never really had, I don't know, just not, I ain't really had the the plans. I never had anybody tell me that I was going, that I wasn't going to be able to do something that I said I was going to do. Like, so it's been like, yeah, you got this. I've had a great support team, great support system, gotcha. people behind me supporting everything I do. Gotcha. Well, so, you, must be, you must be a little bit more athletic than me, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, I doubt it. I doubt it. That's funny, man. Um, all right, man. Well, your wife's. Uh, you gotta get to that. Um, but real quick, what? Hello, uh, girl. She's in the back. She's sleeping. Hi, sweetie. Um. Yeah, she's at the phone. All right. Well, I was like, man, she's gonna be awake. She's gonna be yelling in the background. Get me out of here. Right. Yeah. Like when she fell asleep. All right. So you said you got your. Um, your contract, how many more fights? You got one more fight on your contract, this next one? I got this one and the next one. Um, but I don't know. I think one of my buddies uh, in the UFC, he told me that they renegotiate after the third fight. And then so you have your last, you had that's four fights, but then after the, the fight before your last one is when they renegotiated. So this is a big fight for me. I got to win this fight, and I got to win the fashionable matter so that I get another contract and then go from there. Gotcha. All right, man. So what's, uh, you know, you're 20, 29, turn 30. What's the what's the timeline? What's the goals? What do you what do you want to achieve? When do you want to get out? Uh, I mean, it's really so you know I started up my own gym, um, mm-hmm. and it's been going really well. Like I didn't expect to be where I'm at right now with it, and it took off, and you know it's, it's starting to get where the bills are being paid, and I got a few more people I need to get in there to be even better. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned with that, uh, once I'm done fighting, I plan to continue on that career and you know, keep training. I love training small kids. Uh, young kids are a lot of fun to work with, teaching them martial arts, self-defense, and things like that. Um, so I plan to continue to do that when I'm done fighting. Uh, as far as fighting goes, uh, my next contract's going to have to be for some money. Um, you know, I don't get paid enough to do this, really. So I definitely want to continue to advance. So this next contract, I'm hoping to get paid some actually good money and then go on from there. The more they're going to pay me, the longer I'll fight. So it just kind of goes like that. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, man. Well, I'm going to let you go, but... Uh... Keep in touch, brother. I appreciate you doing this. I'll um I'll send you the info when I post it, and all my uh, stuff should be on Apple by the end of this week. So, Apple awesome man. I appreciate you having me, dude. Yeah, Alan. Have a good one, brother. God all bless. Right, later. Yes, sir. God bless you.
All right, guys. Well, I hope you liked that interview. Uh, I hope you liked some of the things Alan said. Again, give me feedback. Give me advice. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, whatever. I'm still new to this thing. There's a few points in there. You know, when I brought up faith, I was like, oh, this is so awkward. But Alan and I had talked about talking about it. That was weird. Uh, and he, uh, you know, we were both at a consensus. So I just brought it up. And it was awkward. But I wanted, or at least I think it was awkward. I don't know. Let me know if it was. I'm sure it was. Uh, that's probably going to be, <clears throat> if anybody listens to this, I'll be like, yeah, Christian, it was freaking awkward. Don't ever do that again. And I'll be like, well, I'll just get better at it. But, um, but yeah, it was uh, super cool having Alan on. Super great guy. Um, hopefully I get to meet him in person one day. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, he seemed, he seemed pretty cool. But um, also, one more thing. If I sound super tired and under the weather... I took a melatonin like two hours ago and took a nap, and I feel like a train hit me. So I'd suggest don't take melatonin in the middle of the day. That's just something don't do. But again, I love you guys. God bless. If you haven't yet, go subscribe to The Barbell Experience. Watch some of my other stuff on YouTube. And uh, I think we're done here.